0: well it's pop everybody hello and welcome to popcorn culture my name is ben carlin and i am your host here with me today is my brother jay who will be in every episode
1: thank thank thanks thanks for having me here today ben recording a soda pop
0: a, so, a, so, a soda
1: a soda pop yeah you see what i did there oh my gosh we're recording a soda uh, pop a, it's soda a soda pop it's a soda pop new headcanon <laughs> new headcanon <laughs> i
0: know welcome to today's soda pop welcome to today's soda pop <laughs> oh it's so good <laughs> it works so flawlessly we have to and yeah this is just it now this is yeah. just it we just we just added to the popcorn culture vernacular. Yeah, to the to the lexicon? Is Le- that the Ooh, right word? Maybe it's the lexicon. Yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah. I
1: like that. People people listening, they'll be like, do, do you call it like pop or soda? And you're like, it's really a soda pop.
0: It's really a soda pop. Right. That's it's really it really has is. nothing
1: to do with canned beverages and everything to do with my favorite podcast, which brings me to, I'm going to, I'm going to, element of surprise, Ben. Goodness. I'm going to. I'm gonna read the review right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. We're going. We're front loading the review. Okay. 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 <laughs> As we're talking about <laughs> the new, favor- Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is a very meta episode so That's far. Very, yeah. yeah. We're okay.
1: We're hyper aware. People. Are, if you're here for episode 93, you get it. You know, we have no structure.
0: No, none whatsoever. So, okay. But but why? Yeah. Tell me. Just go ahead and read. Okay. Me the review. I'm just I'm gonna sure, read sure you context- the review. Well, because
1: we're also now that I it. We're talking about, we've got like some puns going. Yeah. We've got some corny jokes. We're talking about everyone's favorite pop cast this one uh so it, it just it felt like the review was time because i know what the review is oh, oh and it, it ties in all of those things you prepared wow are you what ready you, all right this okay. is from uh reviewer jr645 five star review oh. they said fabulous and then they proceeded to retell one of the best jokes ever told on the pop my favorite uh why did the chicken cross the road this is the rest of the review it said why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side no to get to the idiot's house knock knock who's there the chicken <laughs> ah, it is it, it is my pure, favorite it is pure savage it is, it is savage It like, is. oh no the chicken it, it is, uh, people are like wait i don't get it <laughs> oh exactly oh no <laughs> uh-oh. uh oh uh-oh. uh oh coincidentally probably i think um Nick's first word. Really? Every day, like he'll knock stuff off the off his high chair, and then he'll look down and go, "Uh
0: oh, oh my <laughs> it is gosh,
1: adorable." Anyway, that's not the end of the review. They say, "I swear, I have not stopped telling people this joke." These are the type of things you get to listen to in this wonderful pop podcast. It is something I always look forward to every week. Ben and Jay's chemistry is always on point thank you jr645 hey yeah thank you so much jr645 which actually brings me very very
0: immediately into one of the topics that i wanted to bring up today this is this hails back to uh one of my tactics for coming up with things to talk about on the pop yeah which is literally going back to year one super carlin brothers video ideas that that i have stored in my notes yeah and i i remember that this was such a thing in the early days of super carlin brothers like when we were still probably first three four five months Of doing it, we had maybe somewhere between 100 and 200 subscribers on YouTube. So it was like, it was still, it was small, still smaller. And uh, it was basically the metric as to how you and I, each morning when we woke up, because we were living together, would almost like determine the quality of a video. Do you remember doing this? I
1: do. Yeah, basically every single morning I would wake up and I would uh, open the mail app on my phone and I would see how many emails we'd gotten in response to the video. Exactly. So it was yeah. kind
0: of like we were we were really using the like refresh button or, or refresh feature on the mail app and it would say like downloading like 12 new emails. Yeah. And if, if it said like 12 new emails, then it meant that most likely we got... 12 comments on yesterday's video which was it was kind of like that was a good video like that that was like the bar for like wow this is this is like really really good but the what i always thought was super ironic about this is that me as a consumer of media i i don't tend to like comment share anything right but it's very frequently the case that i will like take a piece of information and then like discuss it later with my friends. Like I will like walk away from it and be like, oh my gosh, I watched this video earlier. And like, it was, it was so cool. It was explaining this. I'm going to use an example yeah. from this past weekend. Cause I was watching a TikTok tock uh, first thing on Saturday morning, which was literally just someone, a, a woman who was a couponer. And yeah. she was like, listen, here's how you can get $25 worth of goods. At Dollar General for two dollars. It's today only. Here's what you do. Put these things in your Dollar General app, go to the store, buy these five things, go up to the counter. It will be two dollars once all the deductions go through. And I was like, like I sat there and like rewatched it probably like sixteen times. Wow. And was like I was like scribbling things down. I downloaded I'm gonna like, go do it. I downloaded the Dollar General app. I was like, okay, I'm putting all things in there, like going through reviewing all of it, which I got to literally the last coupon, which just wasn't available at my store. Oh no. So like the whole Thing broke down and I couldn't do any of it. Ugh.
1: Um, Wait, was the was it like you can get twenty five dollars worth of stuff for two dollars as long as it's these twenty five dollars worth of things? Well, so I
0: think I at the very least the very little that I know about the the world of like um, um career level couponing. Yeah, is that a a lot of the items paired together so that like you could hit this twenty five dollar total cost threshold, which would then activate a five dollar off your 25 five dollar order coupon which then had like almost like a cascading effect into all of the other coupons to where to to where they then became like that much more functional as well okay so it was it was like a really like there's probably like an algorithm almost of how the coupons worked together to have this like synergistic effect That took it from just being like $5 off a $25 order down to literally being $2 for all these things. And and I've never done any of this like level of couponing before. And it was exactly what you would imagine. It was like uh, if I had done it and it had been successful, I would have walked away with like six tubes of toothpaste, like two 12 packs of toilet paper, seven... Uh, like novelty Snickers bars, right, like, you know, yeah. like Snickers brownie bites or something. Um, so like all of the types of things where, where it's just, there were specifically coupons for these specific things. And and when when put all together, you have like this really great deal. right? But so anyway, the point is, is not that, which is couponing, but it's that I am now talking about it on my podcast that yeah. people listen to. I'm telling you about it. Yeah. I told my wife Alice about it. I literally downloaded an app to try to enact the advice that was being given to me by this person. Yeah. I, I personally accounted for more than 10 views on this video. Did not like, did not heart it, did not share it, did not subscribe to the person. Right. But it's like, but there it there is, there it is. It's like this person in, in there were hundreds of thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands of views and comments and likes and stuff. Right. Like tons that of people it. already like, watched it. Tons of people had already yeah. watched it. But, um, the The fact was, and this is what is always so fascinating to me about the fact that, you know, we, like we could produce a Super Carlin Brothers video that a hundred thousand people will watch, but not all. 100,000 people will like it, right? Like, like like press the, the, like the thumbs up button. Yeah. Or not all 100,000 people will leave a comment on it or, or interact with it in some way. Like maybe not even enough to, if they're like a new viewer actually subscribe to the channel, but just, that was a fun video. So see ya. Um, but what's, what's, really mind bending to me about this though is that when i consume media i am taking a lot in i am like adding to the the database of knowledge that i have in my brain right you know or or in this particular case it was this thing that like maybe it even affected my own personal perception of the store dollar general like like was i was actually impacted by like oh there's opportunity there for savings (laughs) yeah you know and what I, it's just so interesting to me that there there is the way that I view interactions with with the content that I make and measure how I feel about the quality of the product that I made but then I personally am so unwilling to give the same kind of validation then right. then back yeah. so I, what i think is very interesting is that there there's got to be some type of like weird like love language thing going on here where like i see all of those things as 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 like uh, words of affirmation. I right. Love, yeah. I, like, I love words like, of affirmation. Right.
1: Yeah. Like you, your love language is receiving words of affirmation, not giving them. Right. 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 In the same way that it's like giving gifts, not receiving them.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I would say in the real world that words of affirmation is one of the big ways that I, that I give Yeah. Uh, in, in real life. But I think it's, it's, um it's actions of affirmation as it pertains specifically to like social media or, media in general.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So it's like, it's very limited to like this particular environment, but it's the same thing like with, with, for me with like Instagram or Twitter. Like I think I'm way too abundantly aware of the fact that if I like a post, then there is, there is like a signaling effect that will then maybe put the post that I liked on people who interact with my page's, like, discovery page. Right, like, Ben
1: Carlin liked this thing.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think the level of, like, vulnerability and exposure that I feel from that, even if it's, like, a video on... Of, like a, like, a sawmill, like, I like, I, yeah, I, something I'm really into, or like splitting wood or something. It's almost like, it's like, ooh, what if I, like, I don't, I don't know if I like want people to know that I liked this, like, I'll, I'll enjoy it myself. Yes. It's like,
1: I, I'm <laughs> this, I, I, I know I have an exact thing to talk about for this because, so, <clears throat> as you know, we're trying to get into the Pokemon training card game. Here oh, recently. yeah, it's come up. Yeah, it's come up. <laughs> so, anyway, the, the local, uh, card shop around here is called, uh, Blade Gaming and, they um or where i'm going to like try and do some some play some some tourneys you know to drop to you know drop in and wreck some people or whatever oh wow yeah so anyway though look at you i uh i frequent they don't have a great i was i'm sorry i don't want to throw into the bus blade but your website not fantastic not like all you need is like a list of upcoming events that'd be fan that'd be amazing. Um, and then this runs into like a problem Facebook has where, uh, so typically I think what they're using is their Facebook page as like their like main as their website, as their website, more or less, which is fine and especially if you're like on a desktop you can like click on events or whatever and just see the full list weirdly weirdly if you're on the mobile app of Facebook I think this is gonna trigger some bingo squares that we complain about Facebook which I haven't done in a while but if you're on the mobile app of Facebook and I go to the I go to the page you could like scroll over and look for all the different like tabs you might want to click on for a given page except events this feels you, like i feel like last time this happened you were
0: like there's no way to download all no, your photos yeah, and the next day I, remember, I was like there's a way there's to a do
1: way. it no i i mean i was looking there like i was you get like it's so annoying because it's not it does it, there's not enough room to display every tab like you know groups or friends or you know things like that like you and you can literally you can swipe and scroll over two of the rest of them but events is still not there so like if you want to get if you want to see an upcoming event you have to scroll through the page all the way down to where the event was initially posted and of course the way they're doing it like they're just bulk posting the events because everything happens weekly right they're just like okay i'm gonna post the next four weeks worth of you know pokemon tournaments and it uh you know they just post them all right at the same time the copy and paste it's the exact same thing every time right right and then they go and do that for all the magic tournaments and then all the Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments. And then the, all those are just mixed in a complete random with everything else that's being posted on the page. And if you want to see what's coming up this weekend, chances are it was posted Six weeks ago, it, ugh, so frustrating. So it makes it very
0: difficult. But to me, that almost says on some level that I could feel like Facebook almost does this maybe like on purpose uh, a little bit where it's like the worst. What,
1: what they want. It's for you to scroll through. No, 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 not oh. for
0: you to scroll through, but for the for the company who is posting the event to then promote the event through some type of like paid oh, advertising. I see. Like so it's
1: difficult to see the events,
0: right? Like like how many this is this almost goes back to the idea of like the early days of Facebook, you had like a wall. Yeah. And so like instead of having like the feed where you can see people posting all of their stuff all the time and always, you literally just had like a landing page that was like your Facebook behind the scenes or whatever and then you could just type in someone's name and go to their wall where you then saw stuff. And yeah. I, I remember it was very like you've ever people I think felt very exposed with facebook when all of a sudden there was just like a feed
1: that was just yes. like yes
0: this is just like and so uploaded the picture it's like i don't want to be i don't want right people now, seeing
1: that right like you know like i i felt comfortable like posting something on your wall and then people going to your page and seeing that i posted i didn't want Everyone who got on Facebook to be notified that Jonathan Carlin posted on Ben's wall.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: that felt like and now now can you I can't even imagine Facebook not like that. But that was the way it was. It was, yeah. If you wanted you could click on like a people's wall-to-wall interactions, and that was about as deep as you could get. Right. But so
0: but it makes me wonder a little bit if almost like posting the event as like a business owner to your page, it's like that you have to you have to have like the spawning point for this data somewhere. Yeah. And so it's like the spawning point is you posted it to your own wall. Yeah. Nobody is discovering this 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 event through your wall. Yeah. They are discovering it through the feed. Which then when you post the event, it will then become like a public piece of information. But again, like you're saying, because it was like six weeks ago for something that's coming up on, you know, this Saturday. Yeah. You know,
1: you probably aren't committing to this Saturday's tournament six weeks ago. You're doing it on Thursday. Yeah. So exactly. So that's part of the problem. But then so the one of the things going on with these tournaments is that the attendance is low okay because they're not like sanctioned events they're just like you know i guess because of covid pokemon's not having in-person events right not that local card shops can't but uh they can't be like promoted sure, sure there's not like regular prizes so it's very local it's very like you know low barrier to entry sort of thing but um there was two weeks where i went and like they just didn't have enough people so they didn't come like other like so, we just didn't couldn't play. Okay, so you, which was you, a bummer. So
0: you just got there, and there was right. like you
1: and one other person. And you were like, "Well, because we're not doing this." Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what they're like. Yeah, we don't really enough people. So, so I, uh, but like the people on the Facebook page are fairly interactive and stuff. So if I see there's an upcoming event and I'm like, and I can actually go, I like to go in and actually click on the Facebook page. I'm interested in going. Right. So that people are like, oh, someone will be there that maybe is like, I'm more likely to come now. Okay. And you know, so like, and that I've I've noticed that works. People normally, if if they click they're interested in going, they will be there. Okay. And I feel like people have probably had the same experience as me, where they show up and no one's there. So then if they look at the Facebook page, it's like zero interest. It's like, I'm not even going to show up. Sure. So part of me is like, one, I want to click it so that if other people come and look, they can see at least some people will be there. Right. Like that, I feel like, helps more people show up. So that's good. But I'm really just doing that for the people who are going to show up. And then also for whatever reason, I just cannot ever remember whether it starts at one o'clock or two o'clock. And now it's like one of those things in my brain where it's like, yeah, it starts at one o'clock or two o'clock and I can't ever remember. This is, you know what I mean?
0: It's it's, I I mean, this happens all the time and I'm not gonna be able to think of an example which will frustrate me, but this is like that, that. Like I know that it's this or this. But I always know that I don't remember which one that Exactly. It is. It's like,
1: I know it's one of these two. I just, I also know that I don't know which one of those right. it is. So anyway, the reason I click I'm interested is one, so that it will add it to my own like upcoming events page. So I can go check it easily. Right. So I can remember the time, which I'm so bad at doing. It's two. Um, and so that if other people are considering going, they will see that other people are interested. Because literally a single person can make a difference in whether or not you get to play. Sure. So, that's what I'm trying to go for. What I am not trying to go for is to have Facebook then publish to the freaking news feed that Jonathan Carlin's interested in going to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> tournament, Pokemon right? tournament. Which yeah, I have yeah. seen. Which I, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. like uh this is not like I, obviously I'm talking about it here on the pop, which you know and I play Pokemon like, like I'm not like ashamed of it or anything. No, but no, it's no, like no. you know, I don't I don't need that showing up on the news feed and then me getting notifications like your friend liked that you're interested in going to I'm like, <laughs> It is a yeah. It gets it gets a
0: little ridiculous yeah. in turn, Like, can can then somebody in turn also like the fact that somebody else liked that you were going that you were interested yeah, in attending I know. this event?
1: And it's because I use Facebook so sparingly, and I wouldn't use it at, at like. And this is one of the few situations where I'm forced to use this platform. Yeah. Because the the store is using the platform as their website. Right. And it's, so it's like I don't do anything on Facebook. I don't interact with almost anything. And so if you not not that I think people are really tuned in but it's just frustrating to me that the only action you'd have seen from me on Facebook <laughs> months apart is just that like oh is that all Jonathan has going on why <laughs> is this he's interested in going to a Pokemon card tournament anybody who knows you knows that that is not the only thing that's going on I, in your life. I know but yes. I, this is the other weird thing is that I feel like the people who know me on Facebook aren't the people who who know me yeah, which is the other weird thing
0: Facebook in a lot of ways is almost just like the the stand-in for the need for class reunions which is yeah. kind of like hey where are they now and it's right. like you know so and so i haven't uh, seen you since 2006 what's new and it's like like now you can just literally be like like oh yeah like that jonathan carlin guy you know what he's doing now he's going to pokemon it's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like facebook is just a list of people i used to know for the most part right you know it's like i real i should probably just prune down that list just real tiny but and sometimes I will. People will show up on my newsfeed. I'm like, I have no idea who you are or how we met. And I'll go on and look at the mutual friends, and it'll be like this mystery. Like, can I solve when I met you at all? And some some sometimes I'm like, oh yeah yeah yeah, you were from the and th- we were in a group project or we we did that. together. Sometimes I'm I will get to the bottom of it. and I'm like, I I, I have no I idea. Have, I did I just accept a stranger we have some mutual friends I don't know uh and then I unfriend them nice yes.
0: nice yeah. okay yeah there you go um well that that's so one of the things I think that's happened to me with Facebook in particular is this like friend suggestion thing uh-huh. and most of the time I, I can catch it and I'm just like oh I see um but the difference between a friend suggestion and a friend request yeah and I think this has come up before where some it's like like you have a new friend like suggestion add friend and it's i I think that before i was like oh like that like you know like this this person added me we have 21 mutual friends sure oh no yeah they didn't request you it's just facebook
1: being like here yes and
0: so then i've like i have then friend requested people like probably from their perspective very out of the blue that is
1: yeah they're like Um, I guess Ben Carlin is just, uh, creeping on my page all of a sudden. I don't know
0: this guy at all. We have 21 (laughs) mutual friends, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that, that has happened to me before, but the other thing for me, so I, I took Facebook off my phone probably over a year ago at this point. Mm -hmm. And, um, which I would say on the whole was just a very, very, very good decision because, uh, for the exact same reason, it's almost like I was constantly finding myself like, like navigating to the Facebook app. Scrolling, refreshing, and just like just literally looking at these updates from people who I have not spoken to or can't even remember from ten plus years ago. Right, and it's like it's like these are not like what? Why? Why is this getting my time? Exactly, and and I think that it was it was purely habitual. It was just purely just like I just this is this is what I do when when like my my brain gets bored. It just knows like the muscle memory. Uh, this will frequently even happen here at the office. I will, I will like, you know, have like a, like a blip or like a moment where like we're waiting on something to happen and I'll, I'll open a new tab and type in like Facebook and it'll pop up and I'll be like, why did that come to Facebook? Like I don't need to do anything on Facebook. So I'll close it and then keep sitting there. And then I'll be like, man, I'm bored. Open a tab and type in Facebook again. And I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. Like I literally just opened Facebook, realized I had no need to open Facebook. So I closed it and then opened it again, like purely out of muscle memory. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that is, that is it's very, like, almost, you know, upsetting because it's like, it's so wired into my brain to, to try to get that, you know, like, like, uh, dopamine hit. You yeah. Know? Like, I, I, like, I need something interesting to happen. Like, and Facebook will provide <laughs> that apparently, uh, is, is the very almost like, learned reaction yeah uh and and probably in some ways like that is that is like the social media addiction at work but anyway oh
1: sorry sorry. have you i don't don't, it sounds like you're not on facebook very much either and neither am i but i noticed at some point facebook decided to do what i'm going to call like notification creep
0: oh yes like yeah i like this That's a great name yeah i know exactly where you're going with it okay
1: (laughs) because like i remember like when i was uh, like in you know uh, college, right when I got Facebook, you know the the thrill of logging in was to see how many notifications you had. Exactly, and it yeah. was like you know it pop up. You know, for me, if it was like above a five, that was like oh my gosh, so many people. And it, I went viral. I went viral. <laughs> people admit because at at the time, it simply only notifications were only based on. People interacting specifically with something you had posted, or like posting directly on your wall, or commenting on a picture, or something like that. Right, right, so, right. Yes, yes, so yeah.
0: It was basically liked a photo, commented on your post, yeah, something yeah. of the sort. Something, something very like someone interacted <clears throat> directly with you. Yes, exactly,
1: exactly. I remember <laughs> sitting next to one of my friends, and they logged in one day, and there I saw their notification number. It was like seventy-three or something. I was like, oh my! Like either you never click the notification. But it just keeps counting. Or you are so much more popular than me that I had no idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Um. <clears throat> anyway, not important. If you were to log into Facebook now, I think you could clear the notifications, log out, log back in, and it, I bet it would say twenty again. Oh yeah. And it would have found twenty new things to tell you about because it is no longer, like if you look at them. Sometimes it'll be it won't have anything to do with you. Oh you yeah. Know, it could be like. D- 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 John Carlin commented on so-and-so's photo. Like, that's a notification for me. Yes. And I'm like, I I I don't care. Like, why are you telling me? Why are you putting a flag on this that my dad commented on someone I don't know? Like, th- that, th- ugh, it is terrible. Yeah. And I feel like what they were leaning into was like, people love having tons of notifications. And it was like, it's not anymore. <laughs> well, have, have you seen the documentary the social dilemma? No. Okay. So the social
0: dilemma goes really into this in a in a kind of interesting way and I think that it is is maybe not even maybe. It is like uh like dramatized yeah. to to very much like illustrate this particular idea. But the the thought basically is that like you've got someone um or you've got like all these like little people who are like living inside of the the like notification algorithm and what they're what they're constantly trying to do is figure out like like how like what type of notifications will will like get you to interact like to come back like yeah and so like the in i think in the the documentary they have like this scene where uh the kid has maybe been like um grounded from his phone for like a week. And so like you're literally watching all these like little algorithm uh you know, people, drivers, whatever, uh, go through and try to like try harder and harder and harder to come up with a notification post that will get him to pick his phone back up. Mm-hmm. And so like this is where I think it probably goes to an extent that maybe doesn't maybe it doesn't exist. Maybe it does, which would, you know, be upsetting in some way. But it would almost be like attempting to figure out like, okay, in the past six months, he used to interact with this person for this period of time, this many times, a whole bunch. And the idea would be that it was like an ex-girlfriend. And then all of a sudden, like abruptly on like March 23rd, it stopped. And so like what the, what the little algorithm people were doing is basically being like, okay, how about this? Let's send him a notification that that person who he used to interact with a bunch liked this guy's photo You know, and so it's sort of like, like all of a sudden, then what you are being notified of is that your ex-girlfriend has liked a photo of a new guy. Right. And, and with the, the idea being like, I don't do it. Yeah. That, that, that guy, that'll get you back. Yeah. (laughs) And so I, I feel like that's almost what's happening. Cause I've, I've had a very similar thing happen with Instagram where, you know, despite having a I don't know, like a small, large audience on Instagram of, of people who follow me. Um, I don't post a lot. Mm -hmm. And so there are certainly days like, you know, sometimes people will send us like an email and they're like, I bet you get so many emails. And it's like, well, like not, not so many that like, I don't see all of them. right? You know, (laughs) like, like I, I still, I mean, it's certainly plenty. Um, but it's not like I can't observe all of them, right? but I will certainly have it be the case where I haven't posted anything to Instagram and like, three, four weeks or whatever. And I will still open my phone, you know, throughout the day. And each time I will open it, it will be like, you know, you have 38 new followers. And it's like, really? Since like I opened it like a few hours ago, that seems like a, seems like a lot for like me not having done <laughs> yeah, anything. Posted something. And so like, then you go over to the notifications, look at the timestamps and it's like three days ago, this person followed you. Four days ago, this person followed you. One hour ago, this person followed you. And it's like, oh, I see what you did. I see what you did. Right. You like one person followed me but it's much more enticing to say 38 new people followed me. Right. So, it's like it's like I'll ch- I'll check into that, but then all of a sudden what did it get you to do? Spend more time on the app.
1: Right. Now you're there. Now I'm here, man. as well see what's happening. You know? right, 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 yeah. Right.
0: Now, like now, now I'll go like toggle <coughs> around a little bit. Um and so I I feel like the illustration of the social dilemma I have, I have started to feel like is much more accurate because I think because you're exactly right. Like I think that the idea that people like notifications is significant enough that they can notify you to say this person you've, that you haven't interacted with in five years, just posted a new photo or this person just posted a story and it'll disappear in 24 hours. So make sure you check it out before oh, b- yeah. like, time limit before that happens. And yeah. it's like, yeah. So it, I mean, literally it just feels like there, there are all these like little, all these like little like moles almost that are trying to figure out like what will work, you know, like what, what type of notification will get this person to actually like click through to go check something. Yeah. Um, and I think because you know we're we're just living in a world where there's so so much data, it can it can learn you <laughs> like yeah you know oh for sure like it can, for sure. it can just know it can know what what might work.
1: Have you in the like in the past month or so has like a has like an Instagram ad or a Facebook ad or something like convinced you to purchase?
0: Oh man. D- me- almost almost uh, almost mm-hmm. yeah so um i i do i like baking as like a as like a hobby yeah and I'm like actually i say that i like making um macarons oh yeah not to be overly pretentious but <laughs> i though i am like in a weird weird zone with making these things it's like the french pastry like the small sandwich cookie thing yeah. you know like whatever um, I'm familiar with them they're yeah. delicious i know you know i'm, I'm yeah. kind of like over explaining for exposition purposes right. okay yeah um, Which, by the way, if you are unfamiliar with the idea of exposition and somebody explains it to you and then you start watching TV and movies and recognize what exposition is it like ruins so much for you because oh. exposition is the characters explaining something to each other that they don't actually need to explain to each other because they're actually explaining it to you the audience well
1: good good exposition like that that's a necessary part of like all storytelling backstories so, is all exposition <coughs> yeah, right so, so like good exposition will feel seamless right where some like uh, i feel like loki in particular the show that just came out loki did a fantastic job of this. Yeah. We're like, you're in the TVA, you're the audience, needs to know a lot about how this works, because you're gonna have a thousand questions about time travel and they just make Loki you. They're like, Yeah, uh wait, why like I'm so smart, I've immediately thought of all the loopholes. Why did why why aren't we just doing it all these ways? Right. <laughs> and yes. Russell's just like, well, oh, here's the reason. Yeah, and it's like, okay, okay. Yeah, I can see that happening for real because Loki's a very smart character. He would think of all the answers right away. Right, so you're not sitting there being like, like "Oh, I see I I Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: got to explain the rules, got to got to like try to close any loopholes yeah. immediately.
1: Do you remember me telling you about the show Puppy Dog Pals? Yes, I do. Yes, there is a character on that show literally called Frank Exposition. <laughs> you're kidding me i am not
0: that is actually spectacular <laughs> it is and a
1: fantastic
0: i love it because i feel like what that does is is it's going to make the idea of recognizing and understanding exposition for kids who are growing up now that much easier to understand because i'm yeah. like you remember this character from the show that you loved that's yeah. exactly what uh, he did. yeah
1: he, every time he showed up he, he was just telling you what was happening <laughs> right
0: so anyway macaroons versus macarons the the thing is is that i am aware of the fact that it's macarons i prefer to call them macaroons like if i'm if like it, it if mom is like, hey, can you bring something? I'll be like, yeah, I'll make macaroons. Um, but it's like one of those weird things where I know that by saying macaroons, I'm technically saying like the coconut thing like, that are covered like, with
1: chocolate yeah like yeah a, like a, like <laughs> which is who, which is entire that macarons and macaroons were going to be two different things i have no idea like it is so frustrating because i don't think anyone means macaroon you know i don't think anyone means the little coconut pastry with the chocolate on top everyone means macarons which are the tiny little sandwich cookies that are multicolored and fun and that everyone loves everyone means that Let's you know. Oh, I well, know. Yeah.
0: Like, but so yeah, this is the thing though. So like, I for the, my backstory on it is that a long time ago I was watching the Great British Bake Off. I absolutely mm-hmm. fell in love with it, and I was like, well, I really want to try to like bake something that's like hard. That way I can just like keep at it and then eventually get good at it. Yeah. And effectively what happened was I just chose one thing and I pretty much never left that lane. I just, so it's like, I really like baking these one things yeah. that I, that I have to pronounce in two ways or say it the correct way. And then be like, sorry for being pretentious, but what I mean is macaroons. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I ended up going like kind of round around on it, but long story short though, uh, recently, um, I got an Instagram ad for like this premium KitchenAid mixer. So I already have a KitchenAid mixer. Yeah. And the whole thing with those is that you basically buy them once and then never, ever, ever have to get one ever again because right. they are like commercial grade
1: machines. Right. This is what they're using on the cooking or on the food network. It's yes. what they're using in your favorite restaurant. Exactly.
0: But yeah. but yeah, so I got I got like hammered with ads for this like <laughs> super premium like uh, kind of like a matte white mixer stand with almost like a... Um, like a like a like a kind of quilted or diamondish pattern matte black mixing bowl oh, that was like ceramic yeah. and like gorgeous. Yeah. And I was like I was like, whoa. And we just finished like our kitchen. So I mean, you know, it was kind of like which is all now like white and black uh and like metallics and stuff. Um and so I saw this and I was like I like screenshotted it and I like sent a picture of it to Alice and I was like, can I get this? Uh, and I didn't, I didn't get it because I was like, I have one. This would be silly, but I want it, but I I have one, but I want it. (sighs)
1: So I didn't get it yet. I'm still <laughs> we'll I'm, check back in. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah.
0: As I'm thinking about it now, I want it more. You want I feel it more. like I feel like the Instagram algorithm is like in my head and just like showing me like the really perfect image of it. Like mm-hmm. while wow, it's while well, it's still clean and no flour, or like right. powdered sugar mess has gotten like all adhered to it and right. such Ugh, it's so perfect anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um that one that one crept up on me recently you asked me if if instagram has gotten me with an ad recently and that brought on a whole tangent but th- was there a reason that you asked me that question
1: well i mean we were just talking about like instagram and like the notifications and stuff and how well they know you yes. but i i if you're asking if i purchased something recently i did oh no what did <laughs> you get what did you get it was yeah it's so frustrating how well they can get you sometimes it was a it's a board game or i guess tabletop game i think that's the better Better phrase. I don't okay. like the word board game as much. That makes me think of like Monopoly or sorry or things like that. Yeah, like cardboard oh, games. Yeah, like cardboard fold out. Yeah, that's not not typically what I'm playing these days. Anyway, the game in question was called Tic Tac KO Unicorns versus Dragons. <laughs>
0: Uh, can I get it right now?
1: I I mean it was it it hit me on like a few levels one. I love it when they take like a a, like it's a fresh spin on a very simple basic game like tic-tac-toe because I I think the way the game is going to work is that like whatever whatever you initially place your X or your O or I'm assuming dragon slash unicorn in this scenario there's going to be a lot of like special effects that your opponent can use to force you to move around the board or whatever like that um it's what it that's what it uh it seemed like it also was unicorns and dragons which I thought was very fun and it had a very specific kind of like artwork going for it that uh I think it's like a very trendy kind of artwork for board games going around right now okay and it I love it every time I see it I'm like these people this is exactly the kind it, it almost always comes with a specific sense of humor okay for some reason like some people like the board game makers, the game masters, like they if they, they they're all in on like oh yeah, this this kind of artwork goes with this kind of humor and this kind of like charming playfulness within the game, but it tends to like drip down all the way through, and I like it a lot. so I was like and then I looked on the site and there was um, not only was it like this fun looking game, but they had like clearly just like just targeted me straight down because it's like the accessory you can buy like card sleeve accessories for oh, your for your no. game and if you you know okay they were like oh yeah there's there's like holographics and stuff i was like mm-hmm. yeah this is fun this is cool i like how seriously you're taking your tic-tac-toe game <laughs> and i like that it's called tic-tac ko because um have you okay i remember one time in uh in 10th grade biology. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh,
0: I don't remember. You don't remember
1: 10th grade biology. Well, I I remember
0: my 10th grade biology, but I don't remember yours. Yeah, probably
1: not. Uh, I remember me and my lab partner. We would often have like free time in the class and we would play a lot of just like, you know, paper doodle games. Yeah. Do a lot of like dots, a lot of tic-tac-toe stuff like that. Was this the lab
0: partner named Bert?
1: Yes. Nailed it. I do remember your 10th grade biology
0: class. Yes.
1: Yes. That was Bert. I'm proud of myself (laughs) right now. Not her real name, shorthand. Yes. But uh, anyway, uh, I remember we were both just like... It, this, it was like this moment of like, I, I don't know, like divine intervention. Where we were both just like, can we figure out tic-tac-toe right now? Like all of it. Like, can we just solve tic-tac-toe? Like every...
0: every. you mean... Because tic-tac-toe basically... With, with two people who are reasonably savvy, it should be a draw every single time.
1: It should be. It should be. Or is there a surefire way to win? No there's not what? There's not a surefire way to win. If you go second, you have basically no chance. Okay. You need to go first. That's for sure. But um, yeah, it was just like, it, it was like, we were like, okay, let's figure it out. And in like two minutes, like just, we had it. Okay. The whole game solved, and I still remember all of it today, and surprised, you'd be surprised how many people you can beat at Tic-Tac-Toe.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. So, like,
0: having... Because that's the other thing, too, is that, like, Tic-Tac-Toe is so simple yeah. that you probably underestimate it enough to not really feel the need to have strategy. Exactly. It's
1: it's like, you know, the the person who goes first always goes in the middle, at least, I think. there um, is There are two strategies that will force a victory for you and if you go through the center you're almost not gonna if you go through the center and the other person goes on a corner you've already drawn if you go in the center and the other person goes on one of like the um the plus shape shape, yeah yeah like a cardinal spot you've got them okay they're doomed Doomed. um they're doomed otherwise if you start in the corner this is what this is how you get people ready you start in a corner second place will always take the center because it'd be stupid not to you'd be silly and then this is this is really what throws them off you go on the diagonal across from the one. Like if you started in bottom left, they go to the center. You go to the top right, and they're going to be like, "That was the stupidest move ever." Uh huh. Right. What you want them to do then is go in either of the other corners, because then when you block, you immediately win. <gasps> oh. Right because what's going to happen is if they go in one of the cardinal spots then you're in a cat situation okay but if you which is a draw which is a draw that's what it's a, uh, a draw in tic-tac-toe is called as a cat okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you know you yeah. gotta know all the vernacular for tic-tac-toe is it because it's tacked backwards probably I never <laughs> thought about that <laughs> someone just is like yeah, it's called a cat like, okay um but yeah so if you go I mean if you, you go bottom left they go to the center you go top right if they go to a, if they are a corner, you'll have to block, which will create two win conditions for you. And then they can't block both of them and you'll win. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow, this
0: is like <laughs> this is this is what is this is what made growing up with you miserable. <laughs>
1: But you have to go on the one opposite, because if you if you go to the one of the other corners, then they'll immediately go to block you. And then you're back in the cat situation. I get you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You have to leave the door open to let themselves be tricked.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. This is why I I also will not play tic tac -tac toe with you. I I mean, I feel like I'm sure you have this for uh, rock, paper, scissors as well. It feels, (sighs) it feels likely to me that you have a way to game rock, paper, scissors.
1: Well, that, I mean, the way to game rock, paper, scissors. Do you actually know? Well, rock, paper, scissors is a very good, very random things, but there are like strategies to, um, to win. And basically what you want to play is the thing that would have just beaten you like because the first one is always going to be completely random unless you play against that person a lot and can just like memorize what they start with most of the time does
0: anybody start with the same thing in rock paper scissors like as a rule i like i'm i'm a paper guy I probably, go paper. probably probably weird like okay.
1: you probably don't think about it but you like i think my the way i think about it is that, that when i was a kid rock paper scissors almost everyone threw rock because that's the cool one oh sure okay right yeah. so i would then uh always throw paper as a kid and that would help a lot okay as you grow up everyone realizes rocks the cool one and that everyone throws rocks and then people started throwing paper to start so i switched to scissors as my lead
0: oh i got you yeah
1: and that worked for a while as an adult everyone's sort of on the same page and it's completely random again it isn't helpful got it but that anything i'm pretty sure you want if you, the, the only the strategy comes in when you throw the same thing out of the gate okay so like you throw paper i throw paper Then, like, what you would have just beaten is what you want to throw because they're gonna. You threw paper, so your opponent is gonna throw scissors because they think that's gonna beat paper. So you should throw rock. So whatever you would have beaten is what you should throw next. Infuriating. Infuriating. There you go. That'll help you in your rock, paper, scissors. These
0: (laughs) are the simplest games known (laughs) to man. That's why they're so well. Right, but like, it's it's like the fact that that like even in the simplest game you have thought about it this strategically i feel like transcends into games that are highly complicated where you who is someone who is just intelligent anyway
1: yeah well here i'll tell you the other win condition for tic-tac-toe oh my gosh ready okay this is when you go first and you take the center which everyone expects you to do if they take the corner again you're screwed it's a cat if they take one of the cardinal spots then you just want to take a you want to take a uh, basically, I think you want to take, let me let me think, let me think, let me think. you want to take the corner next to them, next to them. Okay. Because then they'll have to block you diagonally and they won't have anything set up. And then you can take the, um, the corner across and you'll make like a, <clears throat> what's the word you'll have, like, you'll have like top left, middle, bottom left. And in that scenario, you can win in top, right, or left, middle.
0: You're a very weird kind of jock. <laughs>
1: This is, just, this is I'm how just, you win at tic-tac-toe. Okay. You have to go first. Yeah, I don't, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We're gonna get a whole bunch of reviews if, now where people are gonna be <clears> like, <throat> like, Love this podcast.
1: Love this podcast. Tic-tac-toe has tick-tack-toe. never been the same. Ne- yeah, I've been I've been crushing my friends since. The thing the thing to know is if you go second, all you're trying to do is not lose. So you just want to make sure you go in a corner.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for, for all those people out there who have a child with them at the restaurant that you're going to sometime in the next month who will get the paper menu and a pack of three crayons. Yeah. You are now set. You're set. I would be willing to bet that 76% of all games of tic-tac-toe are played in crayon in restaurants. You think so? I would say it's... Or
1: I would say most of my tic-tac-toeing was done on like post post the quizzes over and the person next to you finish their quiz as well and now you have to be quiet. Yeah, it's a quality 13, yeah, it's a quality, 13%. Yeah. 13%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, right, yeah. But I mean,
0: nowhere near crayon levels. <laughs> I mean, let's be real.
1: <laughs> let's be real. That's for sure, that's for sure. Popcorn
0: Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018, and a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in.
2: book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Anyway, yeah. back to <clears throat> Instagram ads.
1: Back to Instagram ads. <laughs> Tic-tac-K-O, dragons vs. unicorns. I'll tell you about it when it comes to the mail. (laughs) Sounds good.
0: Uh, And maybe you can talk about it for whatever week that is for That Peaks Wix. Oh, maybe. Because I wrote this down as... This week's pick yeah. for me, picks week. Hmm. This week's pick. This week's pick. But this
1: peak's wick is this what you meant. This peak's wick. Yeah. Yes, that is what I meant. Okay, yeah. we got
0: there eventually. So we, uh, about, what, what what month are we in? September. Yeah. So when is um, it? When, when is it? Okay, so I, I am finding myself in a very, very, very nice sweet spot in terms of outdoor weather at the moment that I'm very pleased about. Yeah. And this is, um, that going back to last december i had a pergola built in my backyard yeah so that like around my my concrete pad that i poured oh the concrete pad the concrete pad you made a concrete
1: pad i remember i, did. I remember yeah, that yeah, early of days of the pop yep exactly
0: yeah. um so it was It this came in winter and so it was like it was much 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 too cold to actually go out and like use it properly to do like fire pits and hanging out with friends and stuff like that which is something that i absolutely love to do mm-hmm. um so for the most part just had not done much of that. And then we had a particularly rainy spring and a particularly hot summer. So for the most part, I have had this thing for t- almost 10 months and have really, really not been able to like go out and like use it to like its fullest. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this past weekend I did, I got to go out there and like I have uh, my little mobile fire pit, which is what I want to talk about, which is called a solo stove.
1: Yeah, I've got one.
0: Yeah. So it's it's like a stainless steel... Um, drum
1: yeah it's what's inside your dryer
0: it's what's inside your dryer yeah that's exactly it yeah and like this is this is so this is one of those uh instagram ads that once upon a time i think hit me and i was like no way someone like perfected the fire pit how absolutely amazing is that and so like i have been basically a solo stove like spokesperson not really but like yeah. since then like hashtag not sponsored hashtag not sponsored but this is like one of my favorite gifts like if somebody like buys a, a house or something like that that i like to like send them or like a, a wedding gift or, or something like that um because they're very functional very usable yeah they're extremely durable and, and people like to have you know outdoor campfires and stuff like that so um I'm like I'm like all in on these things, but yeah, like th- this was the thing where I was like, I cannot believe someone perfected the fire pit. You know, like this has literally been around for like, yeah, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of years. There have been fires, yes, and fire pits, and like rock circles or holes or you know like what, or whatever just a giant pile of brush yeah and so these people came up with this thing i'm like wow how incredible and i'm like how do people even do this and then that was the thing one of my friends one day texted me and they're like hey have you ever heard making uh, heard of making a dryer drum fire pit and i was like no i have no idea what is that and so i looked up Tell a dryer drum and i swear if you look up a dryer drum and compare it to a solo stove it is the exact same it's the thing. exact same thing it is like shocking how similar in design these two different random objects are
1: my guess is that whoever invented solo stove quote unquote, was just ahead of the curb on dryer drum fire pits.
0: It it absolutely. I mean, you're not wrong. Like that absolutely has to be the case. Like this was somebody who was like, yeah, I was taking apart my like old broken dryer to try to fix it. Couldn't do it. No big deal. But then I was kind of like, Hey, I can make a fire in this thing. It's got like air holes and stuff. So it'll be like, you know, still fueled, but it's like a metal container. So how great. Um, and so, I yeah, the, the, that is, it has to be what happened. It has to like, be like, and I am like so enormously like fascinated right. by this like coincidence that I need like a spokesperson it's from the, yeah. stove to like contact me. Someone
1: realized it. that not only was this a functional fire pit, but that it's nature, like, like the way it's designed, just like happens to magically like keep the smoke away from you like sends it straight up yeah and they were like you know what you know what we can probably go directly to the manufacturer because we're just buying a raw we're just buying a part of a dryer right (laughs) and we can buy that part cheap because it doesn't have any of the associated technology we'll just rebrand it as a fire pit put some fancy marketing on it mark it up business like i if that's not what happened i don't know i same yeah. like if there is some
0: <clears throat> otherworldly coincidence where someone else literally stumbled upon the exact like design yeah. of a dryer drum yeah and made it into a fire pit and then after the fact somebody was like wow it looks a lot like a dryer drum and then like, yeah. they, like that's just spawned from there i will be shocked but that would be like such a like the chicken came before the egg type of situation. Right. And, oh man, it'd be just completely baffling. So on the whole, my, my, you know, wick of the peak basically yeah. is, I, I I mean, I I still, I still love solo soaps. So I feel like they're great. They actually do work. Yeah. They're really neat. And I got to use it and enjoy my pergola like to its fullest because we had like a mild night. Yeah. Because the best weather for a fire pit is like, it's like rarefied air, man. You don't... Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Because it can be... You know, if it's like 30 degrees outside, it's almost like it's like too cold. It's like people don't like really want to go sit outside in 30 degree weather and... Right. Mostly be cold, but also be near a fire. Yeah. Like you're and, totally right and then yeah but then if it's like 80 85 90 degrees outside you also really don't want to be near a fire so yeah. you have gotta like find that sweet spot
1: yeah I, I think i could do fire pits through most of the summer as well like once the sun goes down i'm like i, I don't really care okay. I, I would do it but you know I, apparently mo- this is we haven't done any fire pits all summer so okay it's okay. not really a thing that's been on my radar but you're right this very weekend i could not believe it like beth and i were outside we were like we, is all of a sudden we just like smelled smell was like is it, is it fire pit weather are we we there and then like we had friends come over last night they were like yeah didn't we i think we came over in the spring you guys did fire pit we were like we were just saying we were fire pit weather now you it's like three times It's like something in the air literally changed in the last two days and it's fire pit weather it is fire pit weather yes it is it is there so a couple things one um wick of the peak for myself yeah uh i saw that was on there mine is less <laughs> less Huga, i suppose sure i mean yeah. more of a traditional media thing you could just go watch okay well yeah. late on me well currently what beth and i are watching is on hulu and it is a show called nine perfect strangers oh yeah. yeah it's like a like weirdly star-studded it is very group. yeah it's got um uh, nicole kidman i would say as the lead it's got melissa mccarthy it's got luke evans uh lots of really good Lots of really high quality talent let me ask mix. you this because
0: yeah. like melissa mccarthy is one of those actresses that i i quite like yeah like i think that she's she's like very funny but i feel like there's this weird um i, I would almost feel like like zach galifianakis has had has had a very similar treatment where they end up playing kind of the same character mm-hmm. just about every single time yeah which is which is you know basically alan from the hangover yeah you know, just like over and over and over again. Right. And Melissa McCarthy in anything.
1: Yeah. She's just playing Melissa McCarthy. She is. Yeah. Yeah. I would say she's playing less of that traditional role. Like, I mean, of course she's still funny Okay. for sure, you know, but the character has a lot more like depth and a little bit more like things going wrong in her life that she's trying to work through and stuff. Um, but the, the premise of the show is that these uh, nine strangers, as the title suggests, and I wouldn't call them perfect strangers. Three of them are uh, related, like husband, wife, and daughter. So yeah, they all know like each other. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, not the most perfect title, but they're all being uh, called to, not called, they've all been selected to attend this 10-day like um, relaxation retreat that is being run by Nicole Kidman, who is this uh, very unusual character. And you can't tell if she's just sort of, like, whimsical because it's, like, relaxation and she's super spiritual. She seems to have, like, a very weird past where she used to be, like, high-powered professional. Now she's turned, like relaxation person. Okay. So okay. there's like a weird mystery there. And then you're just sort of learning the backstory about the characters and like you're wondering why were they chosen and like what's happening at this retreat. Like why do people keep leaving? Like I'm a whole new person. You're like, hmm, I don't know. So we're only about four episodes in. Uh I would say it it is a little heavy at times, I will warn you. Uh probably not like a kid's show, not like my Wick of the Peak last time with Bluey. Nice. Yeah, but you know, if point. you need if you're if you're interested. Uh if it was made I think by the same people who did um, Big Little Lies on HBO. Okay. Which Nicole Kidman was also in, and it was a based on a book based on the same from the same author who wrote Nine Perfect Strangers. So a lot of similarities. It's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together right there. But if you need a good pick, need a good wick. Sorry. Speaking of wicks, Ben. Hey, late on me. Something really fun has happened. This candle that's been sitting between us for this, like many episodes now. This very one. I, bet, I be bet it's a, ten plus candle, ten, ten candles. 10 plus weeks. Ten plus weeks. Yeah, it burns every week between us. And what you guys might not know at home. Is that this is one of our Carlin Brothers candles right, available over at CarlinBrothersCoffee.com? Yeah. And inside the candle is a magical charm. There is. There is. Which yeah. I have actually resisted looking at what <laughs> is in there. Okay. Well, we have finally reached the point where the wicks do you see the tie-in <laughs> I, oh, I, I see it you I, see I, very it? clever the wicks have burnt all the way down the wax is clear and the charm should be visible in the candle do you want to do you want to take a look now that you've resisted for so long hang on i'm gonna take a look <gasps> i can see it can you see it i can see it down there
0: i don't want to reach in and grab it though
1: because i feel i, I feel for, it's gonna be hot for fear of wax burns for fear of wax burn what is it it's a broomstick it's a broomstick so it's, exciting it's pretty cool it's like I, every single week i'm
0: like are we there yet have we gotten to the charm this is this is like <laughs> the weirdest and funniest thing about the fact that we started doing these particular these candles yeah. with with carla bliss coffee is i think that like when we came up with the idea we were like oh, it's gonna be so much fun and it is so much fun like even being the person who's like producing the things yeah we have like, to be clear we have all of the charms we have, we have, but we did them. We have a complete set.
1: We have a complete set.
0: And yet I will tell you that it doesn't take away from the fun ever as they're burning down I'd be like, what's it going to be? Gonna be? <laughs> yeah. So that is that is ridiculously fun, but very exciting that we got that we got a little broomstick there and our in our lemon
1: sherbet yeah candle. Look, this is gonna be so perfect. It's so perfect that it's a broomstick, and not only that we're talking about fire pits and fire pit weather, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch candles on us now that we've burned down. What I know, I have. Wouldn't you know it? Broomstick handle candle. Broomstick <laughs> handle candle on the fly on the ready. We've been burning this one as well, so it's it won't take as long to get to the to the charm at the bottom of this one which hope I mean it'd be so funny if it was another broomstick cuz this one's called broomstick but this is the the fall scented candle and now that we're in fire pit weather we may as well. I feel like we may as well switch out of lemon sherbet which is more of a summer
0: right and in while the while the folks at home can't smell the candle i like to think that the candle itself is still kind of affecting their listening experience yeah you know like Boom. like somehow some way the candle scent it's, it itself is inspiring a style and mode of of conversation from us yeah. that now has shifted and, and i can feel, shifted. I, can, I can feel the shift you can, feel the shift you can an, smell the shift you can smell it in the air it's like yeah. like something about the room just changed just and changed. and therefore so might the mood of the pop. so
1: might the mood. <laughs> well <laughs> another thing that comes with fire pit season is the return of football it's true it's true which <laughs> i don't know maybe this is a conversation to have at, off the pop but you're typically the commissioner of our fantasy league yeah yeah and i'm not gonna i don't want to say that um we forgot to have a draft or anything yeah but we've, beth we've, keeps asking me if we're gonna do it and football has already started look you can do it post week one what? You, I know. You what? can do it. It can happen. This is
0: like one of those things where it's like it's like I forgot to do the homework and I just assumed I got a zero on the assignment, and now you're telling me that like there's a chance I still have to do the homework. Yeah, they're
1: like, no, well you like, Yeah, you can't get a ten out of ten, but you can still get an eight out of ten. That's better than a zero. It feels like at this point all I can get is a fifty
0: out of ten, mm. which is half. Which is half. I mean fifty out of 100 <laughs> 50 out of 10 that's an
1: amazing i got all the
0: extra credit <laughs> i got all the extra credit who no, knew? this is this is like one of those weird things where it's like i am someone who like like eases myself into like football season. And I feel like whenever football season starts, I'm always like I'm kind of over it. Kinda, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm going to get into <laughs> it this year. And then by the end of it, I'm like, I love uh, football this is season. It. <laughs> this is the most fun thing ever. Um, but so the problem with me being the commissioner is for one, I was told by several of the people who have been in our league in previous years that they were getting an email like every single day saying like, don't forget to remind your commissioner like <laughs> week one's coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: As I- the commissioner, I did not get these emails that is okay
1: i was surprised because yeah i was gonna say like i got a bunch of emails from yahoo which is i think being held up by fantasy football at this point (laughs) telling me that uh yeah get ready do some do some uh some drafts or something prepare
0: prepare do something do something yeah 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 uh well okay so maybe i'll maybe i'll find a way to get around to doing this you
1: know if it's on you know if you want to put it on your list i think we'd all appreciate it Yeah, all all of us here not all of us here all of us in the league ben Oh, I that isn't you. even what I really wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, number one, the Washington football team back in action. Are they still just the Washington he, football team? Well, they're still just, of course, they're going to keep that name at least through the end of the season. Oh, okay. And in tr- very traditional Washington football fashion, they lost. Heroically. They just lost in week one. And there's always, this, they lost to the Los Angeles Chargers. And they're like, LA has had this history of, they lost so many one possession games last year. Like every game was so close, and it was like they—you could tell they were a really good team. They were just losing just so close every game. And wouldn't you know it? Meant, wouldn't you know it, it was a one possession game, and they won. <laughs> this is just so, how you it know, works. This is how Washington goes. On the other hand, I'm only bringing this up because we talked before about how the uh, Virginia Tech Hokies. It seems like they're always on the the wrong end in the stick themselves whether they're like they thrive with the underdog advantage and they like suffer with the overdog advantage right what should be the favorite but so far i just just for the little colonels at home who are not like following you know you're gonna jinx it uh virginia tech football which i'm sure is like one of you because you're all so tuned in but thus far uh the Hokies have won their first game as an underdog against a top 10 ranked opponent. Okay. Fantastic. And they have won their second game as the overdog against some cupcake school that I don't even know. I can't even remember their name at this point. I didn't even watch it. I was like, if we lose this game, I don't even want to have watched it.
0: <laughs> can I even tell you how happy it would make me if a football team literally changed their mascot to be the cupcakes? To the cup In cupcakes. In fact, I'm officially lobbying for the Washington football team to become the Washington cupcakes. The
1: Washington cupcakes. Like
0: someone just needs to like pull the trigger on going for like instead of like you know kind of like a fierce yeah. type of mascot, just, just plain like, adorable.
1: Just don't go aggressive at all. Just lean into the to the cheese. Here's you can mas- even be the cheese.
0: You could be. Well, I mean, it feels like it feels like the Packers are almost the cheese.
1: I mean, what is what I don't know what a Packer is supposed to be. They I cannot tell you how happy and I think how net positive for the entire world it would be if the Green Bay Packers renamed themselves to the Green Bay cheese, which let's face it, all the fans just dress that way anyway. Yeah. I mean it the re for
0: it is inexplicable to me and yeah. I assume this is this is my head that Packers literally refers to cheese packing like could like, be. I it's have like, no idea. That's what they mean. By, it's like, yeah, it's like what do you do for a living Why pack cheese? Yeah, you know so it's like this is this is like what we do here. So like we'll be the Packers and this is like, going to be worth- <laughs> or the cheese
1: I can't wait for the burnt popcorn where Jordan is like, yeah, yeah. Packers is definitely already about cheese.
0: Oh, I'm, we, maybe maybe it is. Yeah, I we'll, have no idea. We'll we'll discover. So, but so. But yes, so I think the Washington Cupcakes yeah. and their mascot, sprinkles.
1: Sprinkles. Like that, the name or just that. like a like a bottle of sprinkles. <laughs> is it a cupcake name sprinkles? It's a cupcake okay. name sprinkles. Okay. It's
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's exactly it. And okay. it's making me like I need it now. Yeah. I need this to be a thing. I need a team that is in need of a mascot. And I will become your biggest fan and I will buy all of the the all of the the cupcake team cupcake uh merchandise yeah. in fact if i if i do end up having a fantasy football team
1: oh you're gonna be that's gonna be your team name is I'm the gonna, cupcakes the cupcakes wow not yeah. like the macaroons or something Mac- maybe we'll have, we've Mac- had like a theme to the names before
0: we have had a name uh, yeah that's true
1: yeah yeah a name to the themes is that what you were gonna say uh, yeah exa- something yeah. like that
0: <laughs> anyway um Yeah, no, I like this plan, though. I like this plan. Someone out there who maybe it could be our, although it wouldn't really be fitting if we had a, if our mascot here at the pop was a cupcake. It doesn't really feel like that fits the vibe.
1: No, I mean, it'd be weird for it not to be like a duck or a coyote or like a horse or a a spirit bear. But hear me out, hear me out, hear me out cupcakes cupcakes
0: yeah it's there's something about the word cupcakes that like just can't be fierce yeah it's like this is what i
1: love about it it's it's a really clever name because there's no there's no bad win-loss situation right like if you If you lose, the other team, you know, what are they going to say? Oh, we beat the Cupcakes. Like, yeah, of course you did. They're the Cupcakes. Right, right. And who who wants
0: the headline like the Green Bay Packers crushed the Cupcakes last week? It's like, (laughs) wow. You're trapped.
1: Even other teams' wins sound like losses. On the other hand, if you win, total, total victory. Right. Cupcakes smash the Packers, you know? Like, oh, they couldn't even beat Cupcakes. What a terrible team. They couldn't beat the Cupcakes. Oh, this is a win-win. You can't lose if you're the Cupcakes.
0: I feel like it could just change the entire scope of football and who who like you know kind of buys into it if just like if all of if all the teams instead of having these like fierce mascots if they all had just just like just adorable little things right
1: yeah that'd be I'm I'm into it (laughs) but we should we should rename all the NFL teams. yes we should that's this sounds like a fun episode of the 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 pop soda the pop soda pop Uh, yeah (laughs) it sounds like a fun soda pop where we rename the nfl teams with way better mascots
0: right okay 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 so if you guys have any contributions for a way to take this these these would be like my ground rules for it so the washington cupcakes can be whatever they they want to be because they currently don't have a, a a name to work off of yeah so it's wide open but i would say for every other team you have to sort of attempt to play off of either the current theme but but turn it into the adorable version of right. it
1: right the, the the current like theme as like what their present mascot is or just like the like of this the surrounding area of the city well
0: so like i'm thinking i'm thinking like okay like seattle like had like they're like the seahawks right so yeah. like if you wanted to like keep in that vein of like the name ish. And, and I'll, I'll be loosey goosey with this,
1: but like if they were the seahorses. Right. Oh, I see. The, I the, see. like the Seattle seahorses. Right. So you could go from like Broncos to like unicorns or something. Oh, you absolutely. Yes. This is a fan should can,
0: like <laughs> pronto stat, <Yeah>. please
1: <laughs> pronto Bronco. Yeah. Almost right.
0: Goodness. Wow. Yeah. You were on like you are on fire right now.
1: <sighs> Thanks, man. Not yeah. unlike these candles available at Carlin Brothers coffee Wow. Wow. wow.
0: <laughs> what, what a plug. What a plug. Okay. So let me let me let me shift you're excited. there's one last topic that i want that i want to discover or okay. d- discuss today before we close out <laughs> you were just cracking yourself up oh man mm. <laughs> case of the fit of the giggles okay so here, here I, i'm gonna call this the greeting conundrum okay and i'm curious Good. about it because this this particular uh Conversation was inspired by an email from uh, Michael Bruxfort. So, Michael, thank you for for writing in. But um, he, there were there were a couple of different thoughts that I had about greetings, and and he asked me the question specifically about how much do you think the word that you choose for the greeting actually inspires or sets the tone for the conversation. Oh, so, tremendously. Tremendously. Right. Yeah. So this, this definitely takes me back to like the AOL and the messenger days, because like the, it almost felt like there were pre-established rules as to like, what was the friendly greeting versus like neutral greeting versus kind of like, I'm kind of miffed at you, but I'm still expecting to have Like I, but we're, we're, we're going to talk. And so, like for example, if you just said like "Hey," it was just sort of like like I'm just starting conversation. Let's see if we discuss something. Yeah. Um. But like you know, hey or hello or anything like with exclamation points, we're like I'm very excited to talk to you. Exactly. Like, like, finally, we get to talk after mm-hmm. this whole day. But then there was
1: hi. Oh, okay. Like, especially a lowercase hi. Lowercase hi. Now, how would you interpret that? Negatively, as like they're mad at you. I would. I would assume, especially
0: okay. As for for, I would say. If the conversation is initiated with a the hi, then to me that would almost certainly tell me that this person is upset with me and they're trying to signal to me right away, like, hi. Like, like we're about to have a, we're about to talk, you know? Um, but especially, especially if I were to be like, hey, and they wrote back with a high, I usually interpreted that as like either do not continue conversation or ask what's wrong as the next sentence. ah So yeah. like I saw hi as like real negative.
1: To me, yeah, this was a high, high for sure is a signaler of bad emotions um, in some capacity. To me, it was like a, like if if people said, like if you were choosing between like hey or hello or howdy or aloha or something, you know that that was very intentional. But to me, hi was like the end result of like their like being upset like they weren't even choosing it they were just like reflecting their mood into it it wasn't like oh i'll say hi to this person so i almost always met hi with what's wrong and like people would (laughs) like sometimes be like man i can't believe you could tell something was wrong just by that and i was just like like, as if i was like really tuned into their this friendship or something it's like like they're not even aware that they're communicating this negatively it's like this this is the manifestation of their feeling and it's just like naturally has taken the form of hi.
0: And that's, that's a really, really interesting way to say it. Like, yeah, like it's it's because I felt, to me, this was the type of thing that developed over time. And I basically knew, I knew like what hi, H-I, was like code for inside of the context of like the pre-established terms of, of AOL Instant Messenger. Like enough time had gone on, gone on to like where it's like, I kind of know what this means. Yeah. Um, and, but but it had to start, somehow like it had to be the case that people realized like like, like the like, reason that I know this to be the case is because it eventually became determined
1: this is th- that's the thing like nowadays if you were to like say it I think it would be it would feel much more intentional right like people are aware that high means like ugh. but like I think early on it was like they were. It wasn't like a choice as much of like communicating upsettedness. Right. It was just that this is what people were saying when they were upset. This was. This was. Yeah. It was like such. And it a- has because it was what people said when they were upset. It became a way to communicate that you were upset.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. So, but like, what's interesting to me about this, and and part of the reason that I wanted to bring up greetings is that like all of the greetings that I wrote down, which were hey, hi, hello, and howdy. Yeah. Um. I'll start with the letter H. Oh yeah. And so like on top of sort of yeah, like maybe these like emotional undertones, I was kind of like is there anything about the letter H that fits so like that that fits so purposefully into how we communicate with one another as like a a good go-to letter for like this starts. Mm-hmm. Like like H is the start of I, a
1: conversation. My would my my guess is that it all stems from hello
0: okay so that was going to be like the, my next question because like i know someone explained to me one day that like howdy is basically like shorthand for like how do you do oh you know like how do yeah, yeah like like it's it's almost like you're, you're taking like how do you do and it's like howdy you know and it's yeah. like like it's both a it is both the greeting and kind of like a question Oh, okay I gotcha. um, which is kind of funny because i use howdy constantly like <clears throat> Uh, I don't know when I picked this up, but I would say for the past like nine years of my life, like yeah. if, if I passed you on the street or something, like hey, or well, wow, oh a terrible example. <laughs> uh, Freudian slip. Uh, I would probably say howdy, mm. or like howdy guys. Um, yeah, like that one. That one definitely comes up nice a lot. But yep. uh, so yeah, the, the, my question from there though was, did we start with hello? As like, this is a word you can use to greet people and then literally everything else is just slang.
1: I, it very well could be the case. That it is where they all start with the letter H. I can see hello being like, hey, hello or something. Like that, turning into hay.
0: Hey, oh, I see. Like, yeah, hey, hello. Yeah. Okay, hello there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like that. so, like, so maybe like like with a little bit of like a southern. Yeah, like, like was hay? Did hay come from the south? Like halo? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Reasonable. reasonable. Something reasonable. like that. Now I need to know more of the <clears throat> etymology. Basically, though, like what, which greeting came first because then i was like okay like, let me think in spanish which is hola which starts with the o sound but it also still with an h it still literally has an H. uh and then you gave the example of aloha yeah um which is i like the hawaiian word for yeah a, but that's
1: the a h yeah it is A-H. ah, a h so
0: right yeah. so it's like there's there's definitely like a very prominent h presence yeah so are, are there greeting words that don't have greetings
1: well, sometimes that's what I'll say. I'll just be like, greetings. I yeah, you do say that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's funny. A, that's I a never G. noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> <a
0: G>. Which, <laughs> or, which like, is near a- H yeah. in, the alphabet. in the alphabet. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, not to say that they're like related, but G and H are buddies. If it's For not sure. going to be H, it would be G or yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. Is, right there, there. is there an I
1: greeting? <laughs> um. Let's see. Um, not off the top of my head that I could think of. I, I, do, igloo. Yeah. <laughs> why is why is igloo the word you thought of? I
0: don't know. That's the most know. prominent
1: I word. The most prominent I word. Yeah. I couldn't
0: think of any other I word, so okay. I, just, okay, I came to igloo.
1: That's like one of those. Yeah, I, that's like a, a Billy on the street. Thing, like say a woman's name. Say a woman's name. Right, like, <laughs> yeah. how about, uh, um, I, I can't think of Betty. <laughs> Betty
0: came to mind. Yo, Betty, yeah, Betty. Yeah, yeah. Um, there goes. Mine so,
1: was Helen, which starts with the H. <laughs> it does. H's.
0: <laughs> They're everywhere. Maybe
1: like H is the is like just your brain's like. Right. <laughs> right. Like oh I don't. Don't know h <laughs>
0: h well so okay here's the, here's the funny thing too so last week i think i don't even remember what i what i chose this word for but i i was like trying to reach for a word to mean something and i think i said spackle groit yeah yeah and i was like i was like i don't even know where that came from like that was just sort of like me like i was just trying to find something funny sounding in my head and i came up with spackle groit oh. and i i like literally like was not basing it off of the harry potter like known wizarding infection called like spattergroyt spattergroyt yeah. which 100% is where my where my mind got it from and it yeah. just like it was like I'll reshape it a little bit since you need it in a hurry
1: <laughs> well that okay this explains a lot because i immediately recognized that you were just you had just changed spattergroyt some
0: yeah no i didn't i didn't in my head okay it was like it literally wasn't until i was i was uh i had i had dinner with ethan the editor and he was like he was talking to me about this exact thing and he's like hey you just like randomly chose or yeah 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 so he pointed it out to me and i was like that is what happened yeah and i was like wow and so what happened to me though in this particular instance is i was like I was I had a flashback to a particular moment that happened years ago in a relationship that I was in but I I had like this sense of humor that I thought was my own and then I like rewatched the TV show Scrubs uh-huh. with the girl that I was dating and I was like I am not original at all. <laughs> all of but, these like, jokes came from there. All of these jokes came from the TV show Scrubs and it was like I like I didn't even know that. Like look like, I did not even know that I was quoting this TV show but like I was. Like clearly yeah like these things absolutely come from the show like word for word like
1: verbatim delivery tone
0: yes everything to do with it and it's like i i mean it was like one of these things where i was like oh my god like am i not funny like like do i have any original like humor in my brain because like am i like am i not crediting people properly am i like (sighs) so yeah i don't know where igloo came from but
1: probably something probably something (sighs) what would it be TikTok, like well, uh, right. What the? What's uh? Peng- no, it's iceberg penguin. Never mind. Forget okay. it. Almost, almost there. Almost there. Anyway, uh, that's what I was so thought of. I,
0: my 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 query question. Yeah. Would be are are there things that you have out there that you either know that you like have just become like a part of your everyday vernacular mm-hmm. as like like I, I saw this once and now I say it all the time and now it's just like it's like part of who I am. Like I've adopted it.
1: Okay. This is gonna sound so stupid, but if you. If you're around me enough, you'll know that I like to, like, add a bunch of suffixes on just the end of random words. Give me an example. Like, uh, like I'll add ing ton onto the end of a lot of things. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. at
0: the beginning of every episode, in order to have uh, an image for the thumbnail of, like, yep. an episode of right. Popcorn okay. Culture. Okay, great example. Uh, like, we, we, we will always like basically move the microphones aside and we will like make faces at the camera and just like hold them still so that we can have like a very clear image of our face that we can then crop out to put into the image that we put on YouTube. Uh but whenever we do this, we just tell Ethan the editor, it's like, oh, we're gonna do thumbnailing tins. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Here's one for the thumbnailing tins. Yeah, yeah. Which exactly. which now Ethan the
0: editor has now like picked up and every single week when he sends us our entire selection of thumbnailing tins, he's like
1: thumbnailing tins. Yes. So it's becoming part of the vernacular there, and I, I, I've—I mean, I was try, trying to think of a list of these the other day that, like, um, like I think I'll add like Zilla or Zard or Ida, like just onto the ends of lots I, I i do this a lot and i i started picking up that i was doing it and i'm like eh, whatever but i was like trying to source back to it and I, it's it sounds so silly and i wanted to like at one point i was using the word swell like to describe things like that's just swell or something yeah, yeah. and i don't i want to know what the source of that is because i feel like that feels like i'm sourcing it from somewhere okay i don't know who said swell somewhere along the way and one day it's going to find it's going to click something into place but i would say swell and then like i started trying to like um uh the 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 food dish beef wellington yes i was mixing those two words into beef swellington and that is the source of like all of the suffixes that come out of everywhere else
0: that is the funniest thing ever so when
1: you hear me add ington the the source material is beef wellington
0: (laughs) beef swelling beef swelling wow so
1: if you were to describe something as beef swellington that'd be like really good <laughs> like that is that is, <laughs> that is beef swellington. swellington
0: okay okay um
1: uh, i like that i yeah. like that
0: okay so i have one for you because okay. this is this is one where um i i know that i say it a lot and i'm like i've, I've been like too afraid to ask you know mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like it's kind of like when you don't know someone's name and it's like it's time has gone on for too long i shouldn't know by now so like i can't ask um but there there is something that i say a lot which is shoot dang or oh. shoot,
1: shoot darn shoot darn yeah like about like, oh, shoot shoot darn. Dang. Yeah. Yeah.
0: and um it's sort of just like a like an like an explanation like an exclamation to just sort of like like oh man like, yeah you know or or like it can be like a like kind of like a positive uh, like thing sometimes. A positive thing, yeah. Like, like well,
1: shoot, darn, we just sold a thing for a lot of money, or, yeah.
0: Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't did that know. happen? Did I was something? thinking
1: of like maybe a reaction to like a Pokemon card selling on eBay. Shoot dang. Shoot dang.
0: Okay. So, anyway, though, uh so between Alice and I, her sister, Samantha, and my now brother in law, Mike, w- we all say it. Like, and it's like one of these things where it's like, I don't know if I picked it up from them or if they picked it up from me or we picked it up from the same place. Yeah. And it's like, so now, like, whenever, like, Mike and I are around each other, I'm like, who is quoting who here? Or is it at this point where it's just like, it's it's been, it's, it's, uh, what is it, public domain? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's available for all, which it is for what it's worth. Anyone can and, say shoot dang. Anybody can say shoot dang. Yeah. Um, I want, I want to give f- free free access if if it's even mine to give if it's yours to give chances are it came from something and i'm forgetting what it came from and here i am thinking it's adding to my my colorful personality and instead it's not wow i'm just a great big stealer
1: we're all just a big amalgam of all the things we experience so
0: you know that's really kind of a special way to say things oh yeah i like that okay Okay. (laughs) all right guys thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the pop we do appreciate it just so very much yeah
1: hopefully it was just beef swelling for you (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes. Great A. B. Swillington. Great A. <laughs> um, if if you would like to uh, show <clears throat> your support of the pop in some way, depending on where you you're listening to this, you could you could like it. You could leave a comment. You could. You could leave a review. Yeah. Which we might then read here on the show. Yeah. Uh, plus, it's a great way to. It's a great way to help us out. So, like, is there any way that I can reach out to those of you who are like, you know, what? I'm never the type of person. I am like Ben Carlin, and I don't leave my mark on anything that I consume. I understand, and I get you, and I hear you. But is there any way that I can get through to you today? To do it like a bigger ass. go in there, like a more, a more like we're like we're like we're like eye to eye right now. Like, like I get you, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, but like this, and so I'll be curious to know if like maybe this yields like more. Interactions less because people are like, you know what? Like I'm normally, I like to leave my mark, but not today.
1: Not today. Now that you said it.
0: Now that you said it, I'm out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go walk my dog. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. Otherwise, guys, if you have any feedback for us, you (laughs) can email it to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by heading to patreon.com slash popcornculture. Otherwise, until next week, Pop, pop pop.